Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 82 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Today, we're going to talk about these shows from Friday, October 27th through today, Sunday, October 29th. So we're just going to get right into it. We're going to kick off with the Friday, October 27th portions. We will start with Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's All Rise. So we'll kick it off with a six-woman tag team match. We have Iwaka Iria. Hemawari and Red Okaboy to Toga, Shinra Suzuki and Haru Kasuzawa, Bison Mission Fee of Hop, Boston Crab, and Tatuo with Ryu Mizumi and Yuki Inoue, defeat Mikey Ito and Kyle Torbon via Venus DDT, and a eight woman number one content, international princess number one contenders battle royal, Shoko Nakajima defeat Mario Kiriko, Suzume, Raka Tatsutsumi, Ryu Watanabe, Asori Endo, Yuki Kamafuku, and Raku via Locomotion Nordlight Suplex. Last only Raku to come to know for the International Princess title. And Tattoo Agent, Magical Sugar Rabbits, Yuki Sakusaki, and Misoki defeat Hopper Masao and Palm Hard Joku for the Magical Merry Go Around. Dewey Saki Kai defeat Yuki Rafi Kwatakoe. And for the Princess Tag Team Toss, Champions Free Wi Fi, Hikari Noi and Noi, Katayuta defeat Maka Mayamoto and Jared Nagano via Blizzard Suplex to retain the Princess Tag Team Toss. In the main event for the Princess of uh, Princess title, Champion Mario Yamashita defeating Regina via Crash Rabbit Heat to retain the Princess of Princess title. Says Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Then we go over to Pro Wrestling Noah's Sunny Voyage Night number 29. So we kick it off with Tattoo Edge with Hydra Aura and Kai Fujimori defeating Daiji Ozawa and Yoa via Swan Dive Style Elbow Attack, submits in 36 seconds. In six minute tags with Ninja Mac, Ellie Hondo, and Teriyaki, Isoji Kochige, Extreme Tiger, High 69 feet, Ninja Bomb, 11 minutes and 23 seconds. In six minute tags with Reels, Suji Taniguchi, Section Huxley, Hideki Suzuki, Defeat Funky Express, Mohamed Yon, and Akeo Sashi Saito, Timo Takashi, Zagurfi, and Nat King Bomb, 8 minutes and 17 seconds. In Tetrajui, Minobuzo and Dagi Embo defeat Masakimia and Jude Milwaukee via Triple D on Milwaukee, 12 minutes and 48 seconds. In 6 minute Tetrajui, Good Looking Guys, Juicy Tag Champs, Jack Morris and Anthony Green. Along with LJ Cleary, they defeat National Team LH of the Wagner Jr., Kitu Kimia and Rai Oyoi via M83, 13 minutes and 59 seconds. In Tetrajui, Stingers, Yoshinori Ogawa and Dog defeat the Junior Regent Hayata and Ita, but his qualification 11 minutes and 58 seconds. Six man tag team match with Junior Retag Gems, Dragon Bait, Apple Wolf team with Keno. They defeat Good Looking Guys, GCO Jim, Jake Lee, Tehosuke, and Yohei via PFS, 13 minutes and 10 seconds. In the main event, in tag team match with Naomi, Mira Fuji, and Suji Kondo defeat Go Shosaki and Siki Yoshi Elka via King Kong Larry at 17 minutes and 13 seconds. So it's Pro Wrestling Noah. Here we go over to. Impact Wrestling, where we had their turning point. By the way, they're airing this on November 3rd, so this is spoilers if you don't want to hear just fast forward like 30, 45 seconds. So instead, we had Grado and Rhino defeat Mike DeFanjo and somebody else. For the North Wrestling title, Leon Silver retains over Mac, Mark Haskins. Eric Young and Josh Alexander defeat self-coached as Flash, Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews. Giselle Sol to be Alex Windsor. Rich Ron to be Trey Miguel. Jordan Grace being Danny Luna. Joe Henry to be Simon Miller. In tag team match, most professional wrestling gods brought Myers and Moose defeating X Division champ Chris David and Frank Zero, who's replacing Impact World Champ Alex Shelley. For the Knockouts World t- Knockouts title, Trinity retains our Dion Perazzo. And the main Will Osprey defeat Eddie Edwards. Again, like I said, this was filmed on Friday, but they're not airing until 
November 3rd, so that was your spoiler alert. Then we go to NXT level up. Well, we got JC Jane gets a win over Izzy Damn Five Minutes in seven seconds. And then we Axiom defeating Riley Osborne at seven minutes in 47 seconds. So that was level up. They will stay with. WWE will go over to SmackDown, where we kick over the Unspeed WWE University Roman Reigns Paul Hayman make our way down to the ring. But, but however, as Reigns looks up the Unspeed Universal title, LA Knight's music gets and he walks right past him and gets ready to join Nick Aldis as we kicked off with the contract signing. Knight sits in the chair at the head of the table and says it's time to sign his deal to take Reigns' title away from him. Aldis welcomes his fans to SmackDown. As Reigns takes his seat at night, says that in the contract they're about to sign, it says that Roman is about to hand his Undisputed Universal over to him, then signs the contract and hand over to Roman. Roman says LA Knight must be stupid, just sign away and ask him if he's ever ever had a contract or a championship match before. He says Knight has no clue what he's doing, but lucky for him, he'll go easy on and signs the contract. All this takes the contract that his response we have been to conclude and heads to the back. Roman looks to stay up Italy, but LA Knight cuts him off and tells Roman to acknowledge him since he's sitting at the head of the table. He says that he hopes Roman goes easy on him, but his underestimation means that he's already beat Roman. Already beat, and Roman will be asking mm-hmm. what happened when he did when he's the throughout a crowd jewel. Knight says Roman failed over and over again. He's been telling everyone whose game it is. He says he can't stop the gravy train with everyone saying his name. Roman flips the table on LA Knight, fire stomps on him in the corner, then sends him climb in the ring post shoulder first, grabs the second table under the ring, and slides it inside. He sets up fires of right hands on Knight, but LA gains the upper hand, fires off stomps. To Roman in the corner. Looks to put Roman for the table. But Jimmy Uso appears out of nowhere and fires off stomps on LA Knight. Roman slides out of the ring. Jimmy tells him that, that he got it. But LA Knight backs suplexes him for the table before staring at Roman Reigns on the ramp. Because of that contract signing. Then we go to our opening match. Tag to match it. Latino World Order. Santos Escobar and Carlo who's substituting for United States Ray Mysterio. Then we get Andrew Dawkins and Montez for of the Street Profits. Match starts with a lock. Up between Santos Espar and Angel Dawkins. For Dawkins, hits a short down, but Santos fires back with a draw kick, tags, tags in Carlito. Carlito hits a double axle from the top, but Dawkins connects with a kick to his face for running into Carlito. Overpowers and wears out in the corner, but Carlito comes back with a draw kick. Montez Ford gets in the ring, but Carlito sends him over the top and does a flip over the top of the tag of the Street Profits as we go to commercial break. After the break, Montez hits a stand splash at Escobar, goes for the car, but Carlito breaks up the pin. So Ford fires with right hands on Escobar. Escobar connects with It's a Gary. Ford flies him with a clothesline and it tags in Dawkins, hits a splash in the corner, but Escobar nails him with a running knee out of the corner, tags in Carly and Ford tags in. And Carly hits a double underhook, suplex to him, falls with a sail power and a sweet neckbreaker, goes for a cover, and Dawkins breaks up the pin. Escobar clotheslines Dawkins out of the ring, tags in, then tags in as we see Logan Paul blindsides Raven Steer from, from behind backstage. So Escobar tells Carly to go check out Rain before hitting her crowd to Montez, who falls with a double knees in the corner. Dawkins tags in, hits it into Gary on on four from the apron before Street Profits catch Escobar with a hot sky high neck breaker combination for the win at 11 minutes and 18 seconds. This was okay. I just won six out of 10. Do we go backstage? We see Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman promote WWE told me for the NFL's Green Bay Packers before Heyman tells Roman that's going to give Ellen a table as is the only table you're going to get close to. Jimmy Uso walks in. Roman asks what happened. He's a right to play. And Roman told me ran the wrong play.
Oh, did Jimmy lost my notes there for a second. Jimmy City called the Ottawa Road to have to deal with the force and Heyman to make a match between Ellen and Jimmy Uso official. Then after the commercial break, we see Logan Paul walk around backstage. Kathy Kelly approaches him and asks Paul why he tapped Bray. And Logan says his fist bigger than Ray Mysterio's and walks off. He runs to Kevin Owens wearing one of Ray Mysterio's shirts. Then Sarah's and walks away. A town down under then appears and begins arguing with Kevin Owens for a down under keeps running the rows and Kevin Owens punches both of them in the face. Then we go to our interview with Dragon Lee, but couldn't finish it due to such an interrupt them by introducing self intelligence for a match later in the show, which we do get. And then we get a feel from earlier today where Shots and Chelsea Green have an argument backstage in Nick Aldis' office. So Nick Aldis mixed the match between these two ladies official. So we'll go to that match now. Women's tag team Chelsea Green versus Shotzi. Chelsea hits a draw kick out of the gate before Shotzi rolls up for a two count. Then sets her in the top turn ball face first. So Green rolls to the outside to strategize Piper Niven. But Shotzi doesn't give much out. She goes flying off the apron to take her down. Gets back in the ring and Chelsea gets a side rush from the middle row. Falls with a ride draw kick, but Shotzi comes back with a kick to the head, drags her up to the top rope. Green sends a crash in the mat, hits a draw kick, goes for a cover, but Shotzi reverses it with a crucifix pin for the win at 3 minutes and 38 seconds. It was just there. I'm going to give this one 2 out of 10. And then Johnson makes his way down the ring. He says, special excitement and energy in the first form where Milwaukee, but for him, for Percy, it's more of a serious energy. He hasn't felt since he was almost fired 20 years ago. He said he tried to give his heart and soul for the past 20 years in return for noise from fans, then thanks him for their support and respect. He says Crown Jewel is serious for him because it's the first time in 20 years he feels in jeopardy of losing support and respect of fans. He says the math can't be ignored, and he doesn't lose that he'll lose what he has with the fans in his wrestling career. He says he wants to keep the ride going, and there's only one thing left to do at Crown Jewel is win. He says WWE uses words like must-see all the time, and not only Crown Jewel is must-see for him, but it's must-win. He says it takes guts to promise a win. Paul Heyman then makes his way down the ring, and he says he's out here with respect. He says based on his past actions, he deserves to be booed as he'd be right now, but not tonight. He shakes Cena saying things for Nisa over the past 20 years. So he recalls picking Cena as his first OVW pick. It's More like Cena to himself, tell his kids. He's all the Warren Reigns proved to be better as SummerSlam in 2021. Cena has proved to be better communications. He has special bond with the fans. He says Cena could have a future just talking where he could have been him. That is until he angered the bloodline. He says Cena has come back from crack ribs in a match with Jimmy Uso, but once also got hit with a small spike, he takes away the greatest ability of communication. He says Cena comes out and opens his heart in the one match in his career's must win that he can't do that in. He said that's not a prediction spoiler. As Soul runs out and lays out Cena from behind, throws the right hands on him. Lays on a spin soul and it hits the small and spike. Then close it that statement. And then we get a video package showcasing the highlights of Cedric Alexander's career in WWE. So we'll go to match out Cedric Alexander versus Dragon Lee. Match starts with a lockup. Then Dragon Lee hits a hurricane before they take each other with draw kicks. And then they quickly kick up. So Lee connects with a jumping knee strike on the apron. Alexander says crash it in the apron spine first as we go to commercial break. We come after a break. Alexander plays Lee with a mention. No Kudrar looks to set him crashing on the top turnbuckle face first, but Lee prevents from doing so and does the same to him. Both men find themselves tearing on the top row, and Lee hits a double stomp to Alexander's chest, then connects with a knee to his spine before hits it with Destino to score the victory at 8 minutes and 19 seconds. This was actually kind of disappointing, honestly. I'm going to give this one 5 out of 10. The commercial kind of worried it for me, but it was. I wish these two actually could go 15, 20 minute banger. I think it would, but. I wouldn't mind these two around the back. Then after the match, they shake hands, show respect, and then Alexander Hills up Lee's hand. Then we're going to recap of last week's main event women's title match as we see the return of Bianca Belair. 
And speaking of Bianca Belair, she makes her way down the ring. She's excited to be back. And she was just getting started last week. She says one thing has been played over and over in her head during her absence being attacked by damage control backstage. She says get attacked from behind two weeks after losing a woman's health to East Guy at SummerSlam. Did something physical to her physically and mentally. She says she was out for the first time with unexpected thoughts, but her mind couldn't focus on anything except how to make damage control play for what they did. While she was recovering, she said she was consumed with vengeance and acted as her motivation factor to her recovery. She said she came up with a plan. She talked to Nick Aldis and announced that not only she'll be challenging Io Scott for the Women's Hall Crown Jewel, but she'll be taking on Bailey next week. Because of that statement, then we get footage show earlier in the show of Ellie Knight putting Jimmy Uso for a table. And these two will meet in the main event right now as Ellie Knight goes well with Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso hits a short tag, but Ellie Knight gets back up, hits an elbow strike, falls with a suplex. Jimmy comes back with a hit butt in the chop, but Ellie Knight takes it over a clothesline and a kick to his knee. Lands a second one on his head for the end up on the apron, and Jimmy hits a suplex to Ellie Knight as we go to crush break. After break, Jimmy fires right hands on Knight, and it hits a hip attack in the corner before Ellie Knight hits him with a clothesline. Jimmy sends Ellie crashing in the ring post short first, looks for a body slam, but Ellie Knight reverses Hits a reverse DT, fires a right hand, falls with a side rush of leg sweep, DDT, fires a stomps in the corner, then sets his head repeatedly, bounces up the down table before they get back in the ring where Jimmy hits a small drop, climbs the top rope, but Ellen Knight joins him up there and Jimmy pushes him off, connects with Uso Splash for a close two count. They go back up to the top rope and Knight hits a suplex, then hits the BFT to score the victory at 13 minutes and 23 seconds. This was already, this was kind of predictable, Ellen Knight getting. A win, hitting some momentum, hitting into his crowd jewel title match. I'm going to give this one a 5 out of 10. Then after the match, Roman looks at Blindside Knight, but Ellen Knight lays him out with BFT to close out this week's SmackDown. Overall, this was an okay episode of SmackDown. Honestly, there's, the wrestling wasn't really there this week, to be honest. There's not really much matches. Like, honestly, this you could probably just skip this episode, to be honest with you. Overall, scoring against one 5 out of 10. So next week, they actually did tape this next week's SmackDown uh, last night, or this past Friday, after this episode. So matches made, Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory, Chelsea Green Private the Woods Tatches with Sheriff Flair and Chauncey, and a tag team Donnie Broke match, Rich Holland Butch of Brawling Brutes versus Pretty Dead Kit Wilson, Ellen Prince, um, Bianca Bella versus Bailey, and Crown Jewel card made for number 4th. Seth Rollins defends the World Talk Extreme McIntyre, Rue Ripley defends the Women's World Talk in a field fight match with Ricardo Adrian, Shayna Baszler, so he starts in the Jax. Roman Reigns defeats Unspeed Dirty vs. Talgate's LA Knight. Where we still defend the United Solid Low Paul. Unspeed Tag Team Champion Mr. Money Big Davy Priest vs. Cody Rhodes. John Cena vs. Sosako and Eos Guy defends the Women's Talgate's Bianca Belair. So that is SmackDown. They'll head over to AEW Rampage. Over Kato with a no disqualification match between Mike Santana and Ortiz. So Santana lands a forearm before Ortiz catches with a draw kick and goes flying out of the ring to take him out to the outside. Ortiz reigns the right hand, grabs a lid of a garbage can from under the ring, cracks it across Santana's spine, grabs a garbage can itself and does the same thing, finds a candlestick and hits it across Santana's knee, sets a crash in the barricade and hits it with the garbage can once again. Both men slap each other for Santana's suplex, Ortiz back inside the ring before Ortiz lies back out of the ring and Santana hits his IAC moonsault, then he hits him in the head with a garbage can. But Ortiz powers him for the table on the outside. Throws him back in the ring. Goes for the cover as Santana kicks out. Suplex him off the apron onto a pile of chairs to the floor as we go to commercial break. After the commercial break, Santana and Ortiz laying hip butts on each other for exchange of right hands in the corner. And it's her in the center of the ring for Ortiz's German suplex. And then Santana returns to favor. 
Ortiz lands a dropkick, but they take catch of it and act very sense of where this is clothesline. But before Ortiz carries her powers, Furco suplex exchange more strikes with Santana, rolls him up for a two count. Santana hits a disses lyric, cannonball, gets him on the shorts, and implants with a power bomb to score the victory at 10 minutes and 34 seconds. This was a really fun opening match. I just won six out of 10. Then after the match, Santana looks at fist bump Ortiz, but Ortiz declines to do so. So Santana leaves as Sanjay that makes it down already talked to Ortiz and they hit backstage together. Then we get a hype video of the eight of world top match MGF and Kenny Omega tomorrow night on Saturday on Collision. And both men dressing each other. Then following the video, we see Kenny Omega be visited by Jay White and Don Cows. I'm trying to help with Don Cows, but which MJF said he'd be fine on his own. Then after the break, we see TBS from Chris Dale and Kerfright Skyball Will Nango. About to be after being sprayed with blacklist by Julia Hurt. Nigo admits she feels weird, but this fact who she is. But Sky takes the opposite approach and says she's perfectly normal. Then Kids even pin out before we're in the ring and Sabi talks about Philadelphia being a big sports city. Sports city and Reagan on the sports team tells fans put their money on James Harden. Do we hear the music of Mark Briscoe making his return from knee injury? As Sabi takes the shots at Briscoe and asks what he wants. So Briscoe just Punches him in the face, hits a few chops, and almost struck for a clothesline. Oh, they're in the close out that statement. Obviously, that skip statement did not need to be on Rampage. Sorry. And we go to a woman's home. I'm going to get there. four match. Will Nine go first. Guy moves and Jay first. Abaddon. The winner meets her car shield on collision. And Jay slides out of the ring as Will Nine goes. Guy blue attack. Abaddon in the ring for Abaddon hits a suplex. On blue hits a jawbreaker to Jay off the top rope. Will gets Abaddon on the shorts, but Abaddon escapes, hits a double chop block to Blue and Nightingale. They hit a double long blower to Bullboard as Tony Storm makes her way out to rings on all of Luther the Butler to watch the action as NJ hits a hip attack on Abaddon as we go to commercial break. We come back for break, Abaddon and Blue exchange forms, but Nightingale takes them both over the draw kick off the ropes, takes turns landing strikes on both ladies and a pause caused by NJ catcher with an elbow. Nango hits a short pounce on Jay to lower to blue, hits a cross by to take on Nango. Nango hits spybuster to Jay, goes for the cover, but Sky breaks off the pin. Sets up for cold blue, but Willow evades it, sends her in the ring post short first. And Jay and Sky will go after Abaddon as they both lay forms on, as Abaddon lands forms on both ladies. NJ also cleans over Abaddon, breaks up on Abaddon, but Blue breaks a hole with a thrush kick, rounds the ropes. Willow pulls Blue out of the ring. NJ looks to lock and lock. In the Queensland Abaddon, before Abaddon hits the Black Delilah to score the victory and get a shot at the woman's title on collision at 7 minutes and 17 seconds. This actually wasn't all that bad. I'm going to give this one 5 out of 10. And then our main event, Kenneth's going to catch a good one with Kyle Fletcher. Master for the logout, then Takesha hits an arm drake, looks for Blue Thunder, but Fletcher prevents from doing so. Fletcher sends Takesha crashing in the mat, sends him over the barricade before dragging back side of the ring. Comes to top, it looks to go flying, but Takesha moves out of the way, hits a blue thunderbump as we go to pitcher and pitcher break. We come out from the break, Takesha connects with back elbow, falls with a jump into the back of his neck while Fletcher catches with a kick and a toe base who on the floor. They get back in the ring, Fletcher ascends to the top rope, hits a cross body before locks in a half, looks to hit a half and half suplex. Takesha rolls over, lands up Larry, and it flattens Fletcher. Fletcher fires over to Brain Buster, looks for Avalanche Mitchell driver, but Takesha. counters the move and plants Fletcher, falls with a German suplex, jumping knee strike, and a running knee strike. To score the victory at 11 minutes and 17 seconds. Really fun match. I just won 7 out of 10. Then after the match, Don Cows and Powerhouse joins Takesha in the ring to raise his hand. Fletcher grabs a chair and hits, cracks it across to catch his spine. Does send the hospital hops. No sells him. He goes after Fletcher, but Cows breaks him apart and invites Fletcher to join the Don Cows family. So Fletcher leaves the ring with them to close up this week's rampage. 
over for three match. This was actually a really fun show. I just want six out of ten. And also just watch the main event, the opening, the woman's style match. It wasn't bad. I you probably don't really need to see it, but that is AEW Rampage. Then we'll head over to the Saturday, October twenty seventh show or twenty eighth shows. My apologies, and we'll stay with AEW as we're going to go do over to Collision episode twenty. So we are kicking off with Jay White goes wild well with AR Fox. Jay drops AR Fox a DT four two count. Go to picture picture break after break. Fox takes out White's takes out the guns and just drops a one flip dive ringside. Runs to the other side of the ring and hits White with a flip dive. Jay White hits a twist and vertical suplex. Oh, sorry, Fox hits a twist and vertical suplex on White back side the ring. Falls with a four fifty splash for a two count. Fox pulls White off the top into a span into a springboard Spanish fly for a close two count before Jay comes back with a blade runner to score the victory at ten minutes and fifty seconds. This was actually a fun match. You know, we knew White was winning. I just won a uh, six out of ten. Then after the match, a double world champion MJF shows the rings and grabs his world title. As MJF tries to escape, Jay White and get his hands on the belt again, but MJF releases and hits back, head to the back without him. I, I'm been saying this before. I hate this belt stealing gimmick. Honestly, it's so stupid. I'm not a big fan of it. Then backstage, we go to the trio champions to claim and Billy Gum, and they break how they've been trio champions for 62 days. MJF Caster text said MJF text him say he would be a ringside for their 69th celebration next week. Bones looks as fun for Caster. He's been catfish for Caster. He sent the person pictures to close that. I'm sorry, I do like the clay, but th this shit's fucking cringe. I'm sorry, I'm not a big fan of this stuff. Not really Bowen's ability. It's more mass Castro, honestly, but it's whatever. Second match of the show, tag team match in the guns. Austin and Cole goes to the boys, Brandon and Brent T. The guns isolate uh, Brandon before Brent runs in, but he got quickly sent over the top rope, and then the guns hit 3 in the Yuma for the quick win at a mid of 40. Honestly, this is not to be on the show. I'm going to give this one one out of ten. Then with field package error on the 8 World title match in our main event later in the show, before we get a Dan Housen uh, teaser video aired, we go backstage. Lexington here is with Ryan Nemeth, who's outside CJ Perry's dressing room. Nemeth boosts about his non-wrestling projects. He tries to hug him there, but wish him luck before blowing him off. Nemeth knocks down our mirror. Andrews told him to come in, then throws him inside the room. The door closes, and sounds like Nemeth was getting ass kicked by Miro. And then we go to our third match of the show. The women's hole on the line, first of two, by the way, in a... How did they name this? Oh, Fright Night fight. Basically, a Halloween street fight or trick or street, trick or treat street fight, basically. Her crochet defense against Abaddon. She clears Abaddon from the ring early, but Abaddon disappears. So she wins the ringside to, to find Abaddon, but Abaddon reaches from underneath her and grabs Sheeta's legs for the use weapons to work over Sheeta going into a pitcher pitcher break. After the break, she pulls a witch broom out of a trash can and then brings it to the top row and dove while Abaddon uh, moved. Abaddon leaves the ring returns with a baseball bat. Sheeta ends up using the bat and chokes Abaddon with it before Sheeta threw punches at, at them who knows so and hit Blackwood coming out of her mouth. Abaddon puts Sheeta with a close on got a two count. Abaddon pours candy on Sheeta, goes to the ropes and hits a blockbuster under the candy for a two count. Sheeta grabs a candlestick, hits Abaddon with it before hits over the knee strike for a two count. Grabs a pumpkin, plays over the head of Abaddon and hits the Cantana to score the win and retain the woman's salt at 10 minutes and 11 seconds. This was actually a really fun match. I just won 7 out of 10. 
Dr. Mash, Tony Storm makes her entrance while she acts annoyed in the ring. So he rolls on the broad kit to, and lay, lays out while eating orange. And then she gives Tony Schiavone an orange. Then we get a field package on FTR. Ricky starts Billy Starks hype. Uh, Billy Starks. Big Bill hyping up the Dax. Harvard Ricky Starks match for later in the show. Before we get a, a ad on the World Damn Paper, that'll be on December 30th. Before we get a field package, Aaron with Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. And Shane Taylor's combo with Lee Moriarty. They tell several about their history and forthcoming match between the two. Then we go to our third, or sorry, our fourth match of the show, another title match. I forgot this was on the show, to be honest with you. For the Ring of Our television title, Samoa Joe defends Red Titus. Both men shake hands to I heard the club honor. And then Titus goes for a top four dive, but Joe just walks away from him. So Titus crashes and burns. Obviously, Joe puts Titus down in your noggin slip, locks in the cocaine clutch to retain the TV title at two minutes and four seconds. Honestly, this match did not need to be on the show either. I'm going to be saying there's, there's three matches that did not need to be on here. I'll talk about the third one in a minute. But I'm going to give this one a five. This wasn't bad. I mean, honestly, this should keep bring a lot of stuff off AEW. But, I mean, I like John my TV, so I can't complain too much. I do like Red Tides, but honestly, this is not to be on the show. But overall, for a quick two, it wasn't bad. The backstage for Nate Piquette is with QTV, Aaron Solo, QT Marshall, Harley Cameron, Johnny TV. QT asks about defending his AAA, Triple A Loud American t- title. He says he'll be back. He was back at AW. We'll be defending against Lou George and AW very soon. Then we get clips of Brian Nielsen on the Orange Punch Rainmaker that he took back to back during the main event of Dynamite. Then Claudio Cusano delivers a promo backstage and says Daniels has suffered a broken overbone. He sure he wasn't, which move really caused the injury in the Valley to make both men pay. Claudio says Orange Cassidy hurt one of the Black Bull Combat and he would hurt him on Dynamite. Then we go to our fourth match. Er, Fifth match, Dax Harrow for Ado will attach to Ricky Starks. But once both men were inside the ring, the lights went out when the House of Black was sitting in the crowd, and if Julie Hart was on the stage. So during the match, both guys go back and forth as we get a pitcher and pitcher break. We come out for Ricky Starks does his rope rock, then drops an all on, on Dax. For Ricky falls with a light drop on the apron for the match, builds the rings that were Starks, Suplex, Dax on the entrance. Excuse me. Ramp as we go to our pitcher and pitcher break. After the second break, Harwood catches Starks with a kick before it hits a pile drop for a two count. I, sorry, I hadn't picked up Bitbill pulls Dax off the pin. And then the referee rings for that insult between Cash and Big Bill. Dax returns to the ring and was immediately hit with a pile driver from Ricky Starks to score the victory at 12 minutes and 44 seconds. This wasn't a bad match. I just won six out of ten. And then the lights after the match, the lights went out. And once they start, Julia appears on stage again, makes a motion for him. Lights goes out again. When they turn back on, the House of Black was still in the ring. And House of Black stares face is terrible. Well, Rick starts Big Bill behind them. So we get the return of Life Action in Ganaves. That's Rouge pressing face stress going to host the assistant. They enter the ring. And the fight are FTR. And they turn around. They fought the House of Black. As the world tattoos make a quick exit, as LFI and FTR stood in the ring. That I we're probably man, House Black got a lot of feuds going on as well, but I thought that was pretty great seeing the return of LFI. Then we go backstage. Lexineers with Andrade El Idolo, and she rec- he recalls CJ Perry making a proposal to him last week. She mentioned what just having the ring with LFI and asked how it affected him. Andrade, he's a businessman, he's a, it's his business and no one else's business. The close up that's it. As we go to commercial break, after the break, Lexineer. It interviews TBS from Chris Chatwood and I go Sky Blue. Seller said they need to, 
need to setting whatever will happen between Willow and Sky Blue. Willow says there is tension between both ladies, but keeps stronger. She said they were both spread with Julia Hart's miss, but it seems to affect Blue more. Blue said that anyone has to pay. It's hard between them, and then they walk away. Basically, just a copy and paste from Rampage, basically. That 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 was all that was. Then we go to match number six. Clearly, Cousin first Tracy Williams. By the way, this match did not need to be on the show. I'm just going to be really honest. Like both guys, but again, this did not need to be on the show. Claudio attacks uh, Tracy Williams as he was getting introduced by Dasha. So Claudio puts him down with a big European uppercut for the super quick win at 43 seconds. Since it's under a minute, I can't rate it, so I'm going to say N.A. But I know these two could have had at least a 10-20 minute banger, honestly. Then after the match, Claudio puts Tracy Williams in his mission and Williams keeps tapping as Claudio finally lets go of the move. Then we get split, split screenshots of MGF getting at war for the main event. Sir Samojo approaches MGF to give more thoughts to his proposal. Joseph, MGF found himself in a bad spot. All he has to do is scream his name and you have his back. Then we go to our seventh and final match of the show for the eight double world title, th- our third and final title match on the show. MGF defends the eight double world title against Kenny Omega. Basically, if MJF wins, he basically takes over as a long for 8 world champion. So MJF offers early chick after the sportsmanship. Kenny does hesitate for shaking his hand, and MJF pokes the eye. Omega comes back with a flip dive on the floor for MJF returns to it with a Fosbury flip on the KO at ringside. Back inside the ring, MJF catches May for a power ball and some onto his knee for a two count. MJF took it off, took control for a bit before Omega comes back with a Snapdragon suplex. MJF bites the head of Omega, dumps him in the corner, plays to the crowd, and hits Omega with a kangaroo kick. That sends Omega to the floor. MJF runs the ropes, but Omega returns to the ring, puts him down. Omega falls with Yoshikaroshi and comes up for a two count. Omega plays to the crowd and sets her off the ropes, but MJF slips out to the floor. Omega hits with a kick for the ropes as MJF on the side of the broadcast table. Omega wins to the floor, pulls the table from underneath the ring, and sits up on the floor. He gets back in the ring, and both men trade pen attempts with Led to a bunch of two counts. Omega gets a buckle bomb on MJF, but he comes out of the corner and turns him inside with a clothesline. The both men stay down. MJF gets to his feet first and went to the apron points at the table. Omega gets on the apron, trade strikes MJF, but Omega catches him with a knee strike, hits a snap dragon suplex on the apron. Omega falls with a gut wrench, set out power bomb to put MJF for a table as we go to a pitcher, pitcher break. We come back from the break. Both men trade blows in the middle of the ring. Omega gets a power and goes for a one way angel, but MJF carries into Poison Rana. Omega comes back one of his own, and both men stay down for whatever as we get a chance of fight forever. Omega hits a power driver, goes for the cover, MJF puts his foot on the bottom rope as we go to a, another minute and a half commercial break. Excuse me. After that second break, Omega power bombs MJF on the edge of the railing, back inside the ring, and Kenny Omega goes to the top, and MJF gets back to his feet and fell on the top rope to crotch Omega. MJF sends him in the corner, but Omega trips an MJF drive face first in the top turnbuckle. Omega hits MJF from behind with knee strikes, ends up hitting him with a feed trigger for a two count. Omega picks up MJF for Willing Angel, but he drops MJF once he saw Don Callis run down to the ramp with screwdriver in his hand. Omega draws at Callis and was rolled by MJF for a two count. So Omega reverse one of his own first two runs rows and hits an R feed trigger for another two count. Just go for one when Angel again, but MJF rolls him into a two count. MJF hits the heat seeker for another close two count. Goes to Miller and yells, This he's this one's for you, Adam. Tell Adam Cole. Goes for Pamela Summers, but Omega hooks him for a close two count again. George is not at the corner. MJF shots him out in the air, caught him with a knee. Sorry, with a kick, sorry. Hits Pamela Summers, followed with another heat seeker to score the victory and retain the 8 world title at 30 minutes and 13 seconds. This was an 
excellent match. I get this one 11 out of 10. Then after match, Mojo was shown the match backstage on TV. They cut to an outro of Warlord watching a match on a different uh, backstage television. Then we see Powerhouse Hollis watching backstage for DVD as we cut to Boca watching. So basically, we got like four men watching different angles, basically. Then the ring, MJF offers Omega a handshake. Omega shakes it and they both hug. Both men spoke to each other. MJF raised the hand. Omega then points MJF. To close out this week's uh, collision. Overall, this this was actually a pretty good episode of collision. Honestly, the overall score, I actually gave this one 7 out of 10. This was way better than last week's episode. Honestly, the three matches I recommend here is the 8 overall title match, the women's title uh, Fright Night Fight match, and Jay White for that I like that one a little more than the Ricky Star Stacks horrible match, but that's really the three. Honestly, but if you don't have to, if I just would say what I say, just watch the world title match. But that is uh, EW Collision. Now we'll go over to New Japan Pro Wrestling's Road to Power Strike slash Super Junior Tag League Night Five. So we kick it off with a six-man tag team match. We had Great Bash Shield and Taroshi Tenzin defeat Yuta Nakashima, Oscar Louie, and Bud Oleg. Seven minutes and 47 seconds by submission via Boston Crab on Nakashima. Then tag team match with Rinderia and Shota Umino defeating United Empire's Gray Okan and Calum Newham. Ten minutes and 45 seconds via the Blaze Blade on Newham. Then six-man tag team match. We had Chaos has never openweight six man tag team. Tomori Ishii, IWGB tag team Yoshihashi, and Toriyano defeating House of Torture, Iro Takahashi, Dick Togo, and Evil, eight minutes and 58 seconds for a roll up on Togo. Their first of five Super Junior Tag League matches. Catch 22, TJP and Fresco Akira defeating Ruska Deguchi and DKC, 12 minutes and 39 seconds via 2 2 on DKC. Then our second junior Super Junior Tag League match, just two guys, Taka Mechinoku and Doki defeating. Masushi and Yo, 11 minutes and 13 seconds via Suplex de, de la Luna on uh, Mas- Masushi. Then our third Super Junior Tag League match, TMDK, Robbie Eagles, Kusei Fujita, defeating House of Tortures, KOP 23 Champions Show, and Yushima Kamaru, 11 minutes and 27 seconds via Rub on Show. Semi main event, our fourth Super Junior Tag League match, LIJ beat Bushi and Teton defeat Jetsars, Kushi and Kevin Knight, 10 minutes and 43 seconds via Angel Amore on Kushida. In the main event, non-title match, El Desperado and Mashwell defeat Junior Red Tag Champs, Bull Club Wardogs, Real Maloney, and Clark Connors. 17 minutes and 51 seconds via Pinkay Local on Connors. Honestly, from this show, I say just watch the last two matches, LOJ vs. Jetsiders and uh, Bull Club Wardogs vs. Desperado and Wado. So, stings after Night 5, El Desperado and Mashwell take first place, 8 points, 4 wins, and 1 loss. In second place, Junior Retentions, Bulk of War Dogs, House of Torture, Jet Stars to catch 22, have six points, three wins, and two losses. In third place, Masushi and Yo, Ruska Deguchi, DKC, LAJ, and DMDK all have four points, two wins, and three losses. And in last place, just two guys have two points, one win, and four losses. The next Super Junior Tag League show is actually tomorrow, Monday, October 30th. So that was New Japan. And actually, we're going to stick with New Japan as they had a show in the States. As we go to New Japan Pro Wrestling Fight Spirit Unleash. So we kick off with so we had 11 matches overall two on the pre-show. The first one was a so- strong survivor match. 
Matt Vandegrift to beat Buck Skinner, five minutes and 37 seconds via 450 splash. In the other pre-show match, six minute tag, we had Team Filthy, Royce Isaacs, Gerard Nelson, and Danny Lumley to beat Ballon, IK, Tyson Alexander, Jacob Austin Young, six minutes and 54 seconds for Springboard Cutter on Alexander. So the actual show starts off with a strong Opoy Town number one container field four match. Satoshi Kojima defeat Fred Rosser, Jeff Cobb, Alex Coughlin, nine minutes and 51 seconds via Leary on Fred Rosser. Then tag match, we had Stephanie Fakir and Sexy Susik Kiss. I apologize, I don't have no idea how to say her name. Defeat Lafayette. I don't know how to say her name either. And Johnny Robbie, seven minutes and 46 with package backbreaker on Robbie. We had Gabriel Kidd defeating Tom Lawler, 12 and a half minutes via classic pile driver. Then an eight man tag team match. This is the latest 40 year anniversary match in the USA. We had number oh boy, six man tag team Rush Tanahashi, Alanis, Elias Jr., and Mystico to be Adrian Quest, Tiger Mask, Seven Hour Jr., and Rocket Merrill, 10 minutes and 27 seconds via parallel on Adrian Quest. Then for the straw women's hall, Julia retains over high end, 12 minutes and three seconds for a Northern Lights bomb. Speaking of top matches, this draw open weight tag team toss. Girls of Desi, Hikaleo, and Val Phantasmo retains over Monster Sauce as Lance Archer and Alex Same. Nine minutes and 25 seconds with Thunder Kiss 86 and Alex Same. Then for the strong open weight tell our third and final strong tells on the show. Eddie Kingston retains over Hanari 12 minutes and 24 seconds for Yurikin. Semi main and tag team match. We had just two guys, I do two watch him, Sana and Yu Yamura. First, LJ's Junior Richem, Hiro Takahashi, and 2023 G1 Climax where Tuesday Nido ends in a 20 minute time limit draw. In the main event for the number Opoi title, Shingo Nakagi to be in champion Tomatonga, 26 minutes and 15 seconds for the last other dragon. So Shingo becomes a three time never Opoi chip, excuse me, never Opoi champion. So that was uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then we'll go over to Pro Wrestling Noah's Demolition Stage in Fukuoka. So we can go with a pre-show match, six-man tag, Kai Fujimar, Akio Sai Sato, and Stanley Rogers feet, Muhammad Yon, Daichi Oso, and Yo Well, Boys mentioned via Boss of Craft, seven minutes and 49 seconds. So actual show start with a 10-man tag team match. Suji Kondor, Siki Yoshikawa, Ninja Mac, Alejandro Teriyaki, Asuji Kojige, Hajime Ora, Extreme Tiger, Juju Milwaukee, and High 69 via Crash Driver, 10 minutes and 14 seconds. And tag team match, we had Kyutakimi, Rai Oyue, defeating Good looking guys, GC Tag Team, Anthony Green, LJ Clear, Fia Roll, 14 minutes and 5 seconds. Six man tag team with Masakimi, Minova Stoy, and Dougie Emba, defeating Real Suji, Tanaguchi, Hideki Suzuki, and Saxon Huxley, Fia Jumping DT, 14 minutes and 37 seconds. And tag team match with Junior Rajim, Hayata, and Ito versus Stinger, Daga, and Yushiro Ago, ends a double pinfall, 13 minutes and 25 seconds. And Katsuhiko Nakajima's final pro wrestling Noah match. In tag match, Naimuji Mirafuji and Takashi Security Axis does Katsuhiko Nakajima and Gosho Saki via Olympic Slam at 22 minutes. Then our first of three title matches for the Junior Way Tag Team Titles Champions, Dragon Bane Alpha Wolf defeating Tuesuke and Yohei of Good Looking Guys via Twister Bane on Tuesuke, 12 minutes and 39 seconds. For the national title, GC Tag Team Jack Morris defeating El Hedro de Wagner to win the title via Avalanche Tiger Driver at 21 minutes and 11 seconds. In the main for the junior weight title, Ken, sorry, for the GZ heavyweight title, my apologies. Keno defeating Jake Lee by submission for Keno special, 29 minutes and 47 seconds. From this show, I recommend check out the Mirafuji Segura vs. Axis match. D 
the national title, juicy heavyweight title. If I had to pick match number four, be the junior. Basically, just watch the Access versus Segura Mirafu down. That's the top four. I recommend checking out. But that is Pro Wrestling Noah. There we go. Over two. Stardom's Goddess of Stardom Tag League Night Number Four. Hmm. And we are starting to take defeat Mayu Amasaki via Poises Garbage Drop, eight minutes and twelve seconds. Azumi defeat Raga via Azumi Sushi, seven minutes and twenty nine seconds. In Tethered H and M, Hidden and IWGB Woman Shim Mayu Itani. Defeat one or a star champ, Mariah and Hanako via 17, 8 minutes and 47 seconds. And our only uh, got a starting take league match from Red Block, God Dice, Saki Cash Rise, Suri, defeating Club Fees, Minishiro Kawawaka, Tsukiyama, Fee Ground Type, Suzuki, 11 minutes and 7 seconds. And Tag Match, Oi Tais, Momo Watanabe, Natahiko Tor. Defeating Devil the Models, our star champ, May Sakura, Micah, Fee Hit, and OA Driver, 10 minutes and 57 seconds. And the main event, six woman tag team at Crazy Star, High Speed Chim May Sarah, and 2023 five star Grand Prix winner Suzuki. Team of Maggie Bay defeat classmates, new black tag team Saida, Hasuki, and Kugwa via Meteor Dragon, 11 minutes and 47 seconds. We were supposed to have two blue goddesses matches on the show, but unfortunately, they had to get forfeit. So HM does defeat Cosmic Angels by forfeit due to. Blah, 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 due to Tam Nakano's uh, injury, and O2 on Mayu, Amasaki, and Asumi. Defeat Emmy Sora and Lazy by four because Lazy came down with uh sickness. So unfortunately they had to forfeit. This day after night four, we had in red guys, first place, Crazy Star with five points, two wins, zero losses, one draw. Second place, Oitai with four points, two wins, zero losses. <clears throat> and guys, also has four points, but they have two wins and two and one loss. Third place, Club Fiends with two points, one win, one loss. Fourth place, Prominence comes with one point, no wins, no losses, one draw. And in last place, our star champs, Mafia Bella with no points, no wins, and two losses. And Maximum and Mini also have zero points, but they have no wins and three losses. And then Blue Gods, HM does take first place with six points, three wins, one loss. Second place, our star champion May Sakura and one star champion Mariah have four points, two wins, one loss. Third place, Divine Kingdom with two points, one win, one loss. And FWC also has two points, but they have one win and two losses. And last place, Cosmic Angels and Officer and Lacey both have zero points, no wins, and two losses. Oh, and also, O2 line also has four points as well as so they're in their second place, but that is stardom. Then we go over to Dragon Gate's Gate of Victory Night 14. So we can go over six minute tattoo, open to Triangle Gate Champion Yamato, Ryu Tanaka, and Keichi Tor defeating Zebras, over to Brave Gate Champion Ishin, Hyon Kai, via Frankenstein of the Almighty, nine minutes and 20 seconds. Takashi Yoshida defeat open to Triangle Gate Punch Tamanaga, via Claw, four minutes and 56 seconds. Six man tattoo with M3K, open to 20 gate change, Smooch Mushuki, Yusushika and Misaki Mushuki, 
defeat Naturalized Big Boss Mushi and Kazi, along with Ho Ho Loom via Candy Magic 10 minutes and 31 seconds. Jason Lee via Shahiko Boy via Maximum Driver 9 minutes. In Tag Team Magic, Open to Try and Get Jim Dragon Kid and Louis Monte defeat Mushi and Yoshi Kondo via MCK 9 minutes and 58 seconds. In the main at 6 minute tag, we had D. Curtis over to Dream Kitchen, Madoka Kitayota, Yuki Yushikawa, and Dragon Dia defeating Gold Class Kota Minor, Ben KBB Hulk, Fiorel Lariat, 13 minutes and 18 seconds. And staying with Dragon Gate, they were at a home center Fowler event. So we kick it off with Tag Team Magic, Jackie Funk, Man, UT of Natural Fives defeating Open to Triangle Gate, Dragon Kid, and Dougie Yanaguchi. <laughs> In the moment, nine-man battle row, Yuki Ishikawa defeating Kento, Kokoma Ishikawa, Kota Minora, Prom Dragon, Rocky, Kawamura, Sean, Shun Skywalker, Yushiki Kao, and Yoshi Tatsu. So that was both Dragon Gate shows. Then we go to Big Japan Pro Wrestling's Haya Roku Shopping Street Chum Pro Wrestling. So we kick it off with Tag Match, Taji Hajimawa and Yoshi Kamatani defeating Big Japan Tag Team Dakota Nomura and Kazuki Hashimoto for your brain buster 13 minutes and 40 seconds. And the card of Kankora Hashino for your bloody Sunday 8 minutes and 58 seconds. And the man for the Yokohama Shopping Street 6 man tag team titles, Royal Shopping Champ Yui Oyagi, Yasufumi Nakanoi, and Kazumi Kitayota defeating Project Havoc, Lane Buzzard, Tyson Maddox, and 10 best of the champions via Kasahiri Chop at 16 minutes. So that's Big Japan Pro Wrestling. Then we go to Impact Wrestling, the UK Invasion Tour, Day 2. So we kick it off with Frank Kisarin defeating Leon Slayer. In Tag Team Match, Jane and Jordan Grace defeating Dana Luna and Dion Prasso. Rich Ron defeating Amiri Jordan. Brian Myers defeating Grado. Moose defeating Rhino. Eddie Edwards defeating Joe Hendry. Trini defeating Giselle Shaw in a non-tunnel match. And Maven in a triple threat tag match. Eric Young, Jazz Alexander, the exhibition gym, Chris David, and Frank Kisser, who's replacing Alex Shelley. Shelley has a extreme torn. He, had, he got an injured, so basically, Frank, I can't remember what the injury is, so I do apologize. In self culture, Flex more Webster and Mark Andrews. So it's Impact. And then we go to NWA Samine, that was in Cleveland. So we kick it off with four pre-show matches. The first one was Brendan Day to beat Man Blood Jesus four minutes and 27 seconds to, to get into the Exodus Pro title tournament. Six-man tag with Country Gentleman, AJ Kanza, Kanza and KC Kanza team with Jordan Clearwater to beat Outriders, Truth Magnum, Turbo, and Zion six minutes and 56 seconds. And a woman's held no more contenders for a four-match. Samantha Starr to beat Chelsea, Massacate, and Tiffany Nevins three minutes and 34 seconds. In the main of the pre-show for the United States Tag Team Tulls, Dean Morris, Kratos, and Otterson defeating Seamus Daisy Kale until I was 8 minutes and 56 seconds. Now the actual show started with a 10-person Devil's Last Dance Ultimate Hardcore Tag Match. Magic Game, Cody James, Jake Dumas, The Minnesota Faithful, that is the Women's Television Champ, Maxine Baylor and Judas, and Alex Misery defeating Koga, Loxamana, Muscle... Magnum Muscle Dash Television, Mims, and Dax Draper. And the Mesmo Fifth Last Gas to Game and Sal Lapel at 14 minutes and 14 seconds. So since Gas to Game and Sal team lost, they are forever stuck with Father James Mitchell. Then this match was originally on the pre show, but I got moved to the main show. Loser leaves NWA match. Rush Freeman defeating Brady Pierce, 5 minutes and 59 seconds. For the Junior Way Tale Online and a Pillar to Post match, Kobe Carrillo retains over Joe Alonzo, 9 minutes and 31 seconds. 
in a tag team rock and roll match to Southern Six, Alex Taylor and Kerry Morn, defeating the Headbangers, Mosh, and Thrasher, 7 minutes and 49 seconds. In a submission match, Jack Stane defeated Blake Troop, 7 minutes and 3 seconds. For the women's tag team titles, Pretty in Power, LAM and Kylie Page retains their under time, Mark Kawa and Taylor Ryzen, 7 minutes and 57 seconds. For the national title in a burning lake brawl, Sully's Mason retains over Chris Adonis, 6 minutes and 57 seconds. In a six-man tag team metal box match, the brothers of Fun Destruction, Ruffle the Clown, and Yabba the Clown, all of Instant Clown Policies, Violet J. They defeat Lila Bradley on Beyonce 666 and Mega Wolf Team of Vampiro at 12 minutes. For the women's title, Kenzie Page retains over the J7 minutes and 27 seconds. And for the NWA World Tag Team Tiles in a Medieval Knights of the Round table match, it's basically just a fancy way of saying tables match. Champions Blood Force, Trauma, Carnage, and Damage defeat Knox and Murdoch, Mike Knox, and Trevor Murdoch, 14 minutes and 35 seconds. In the main event for the NWA World Heavyweight Tall in a no limits match, EC3 retains over Tom Latimer, 15 minutes and 16 seconds. So that was NWA. And now we will go over to the Sunday. October 29th shows. We will kick it off with Stardom's Halloween Dark Night. So we kick it off with a our only Red uh, God Stardom tag week. This is from the Red Goddess block. Prominence as Reza Sarah and Ayari Kuriyami defeating God's Eyes. Siri and Kisaki Katwa. 9 minutes and 24 seconds for Reza Scissors. <clears throat> so Prominence, they go up to 3 points with 1 win. Zero losses, 1 draw. And God's Eye say at four points, but they have two wins and two losses. Then we had a zombie rumble match. We had super strong starter machine. Last only zombie C at 15 minutes and 19 seconds via Maija windmill hardening. And a tag team zombie lumberjack match. We had Sap and Dump Masato defeating Club Fiends. At 8 minutes 33 seconds via body press. Then in a fatal forward trick or treat balls count anywhere match. Suzu Suzuki, the 2023 five star Grand Prix winner, defeat our star champion Tekla. High speed champion May Surrey and Mobile Wantanabe, 8 minutes and 18 seconds via Grand Match with Dave Tequila. Then in a, another fatal forward match, just with this Halloween weapons bring in match. God star champion Sori Enu, defeat our star champion May Sakura, Hasuki, and Natsuhiko Tora, 11 minutes and 29 seconds via. Tentalin. Then in a non-title match, Mirai defeating Ruka at 4 minutes 35 feet. Oh, disqualification. And then in a fatal forward coffin match, you and Megan Bain defeat Micah and IWGP Womanship Mario Matani. 7 minutes and 16 seconds feet put in the coffin on Matani. So that was uh, stardom. And then go over to Big Japan Pro Wrestling's show in Cork and Hall. So we kick it off with a six-man tag. We had Big Japan. Sorry, Daji Hajimau, Kasuzuki Hajimau, the Hajimaus, all with Tyson Max. Defeating the Big Japan tag teams, astronauts, Dakota Noir, and Farah Abe. Along with Yuzumi Nakanoi, via Jack Hammer, at 9 minutes and 31 seconds. And a tag team barbed wire board match. Masai Takata and... Masha Takahashi beat Abdul Kabaja by Ito, 11 minutes and 56 feet re reverse U crash. And a six man tag team scrum scramble bunkhouse match. We had Deathmatch Heavyweight Jim Yuki Ishikawa, 
Hayoshi Kamatani and Kinko Hashino losing to Yokohama Junction six man tag team Kazumi Kitayuta, Azami Kadoga, and Yuki Yamato nine minutes and ten seconds via best uh, kick. Then we had Project Havoc and Nakara, Lane Buzzer, and Tan Best between Junior Rajim Kaji Tomato, Tatsuyuko Yoshino, and Ryohama four minutes. The nine minutes and 34 feet at 450 splash for the All Asia Headweight Tell Chippy Demaji Salt retains over Dasaki Saki Moto 18 minutes and 51 seconds feet of Black Rain for the and then our main event for the Royal Strong Headweight Tell Chippy Yoyaki retains Katsumasa Yoshida 18 minutes and 57 seconds for Katsuhiri Chop. So it's big Japan Port Wrestling. Then we go over to DDT at UTM Festa. So we kick it off with six man tag team. We have Damnation TA, Desaki Sasaki, Kana, and MJ Paul, Devine Burnings, Yusuke Oka, and Yo Koryoko, team of Uni, 11 minutes and one second via Spear. Densuki Dino, Devine Roka, six minutes 55 seconds for Densuki Driver. Our six man tag team action. We had Burnings, Tsuya, and Ojunaki Yama, team of Shakira, Devine Shinjiro Takaki, Extreme Chief of Kasuzuka Hara, and Aikiko, 11 minutes and 48 seconds via Burning Star Press. For the World Amori title, one half of the KOD Tatchips and current champion Soma Takato to be Antonio Honda, elements and 26 feet, endless waltz. And a non title match. Six man Tatchips, Arashin, Yuki, Sakaguchi, Saki Akai, and Hinsaki Okitani, to be Asia, Asha Khan, Takashimasa, and Kasumi Sumi, 13 minutes and 13 seconds for Kwatsakoi. In the main event, six man Tatchips, we had the, the 37 command that's Toy Kajima, Mo, and Yuki Ino, to be Harshma, over 40 champion. Madoko Ayoshi and Yuki Nara via BME 17 minutes and 20 seconds. So the big Japan Pro Wrestling. And it will go over to Impact Wrestling's UK Invasion Night 3. So we kick it off with Josh Alexander defeating Chris Richland, Chris Richway. Trey McGill defeating Leon Slayer, and they got to challenge match Harley Hudson defeating Emerson and Jane. In a triple threat match, Jordan Grace defeating Josh and Dion Prazo. In a street fight, Ronald defeating Eddie Edwards. In tag match, most professional wrestling gods defeating Joe Hendry and Grado. Send my man for the X-Division title, Chris Saber retains over Frank Casarium. In the main event, six-person tag match, Rich Ron, Eric Young, and Trinity defeating South Culture, Mark Andrews, Flash, Morgan Webster, and Danny Luna. So that was Impact Wrestling. And the close-up this week's show... We will go to Dragon Gate's Gate, a victory day number 15. So we kick off with a six-man tag team at Wake Gold Class, Colton Menor, Ben K, BB Hulk, defeat M3K, open to tw- 20 gate chips, switch position, Yoshi Condom, team of Misaki Moshuki, element in one second via Spear. And our second match, tag team match, in- <coughs> Natural Fox, Jason Lee, Jack Funk, Kamei, defeat Moshuki Jr. and Yoshi Kado, 10 minutes and 42 seconds via Jackie Knife. Our third match, Kai defeats Shahiko Boys, 6 minutes, 29 seconds via Lariat. Match number four, Seabrats open a brave cage of Ishin and Hyo defeat Ryu Tanaka and Dragon Kid, 7 minutes and 11 seconds via Schoolboy. Dragon Kid by one third of the open to try and create champions. Semi match number five, in tags match, Naraki Doi and Luis Monte defeat two thirds of the open to try and create champions, Yumao and Pash Tamanaga, 11 minutes and 6 seconds via MCK. And the main event, match number six, 
Six man tag team match. We had Natural Voices, UT, Big Boss, Muju, and Kazi defeating D Courages, Open the Dream Kitchen, Madoka, Kitiota, Yuki Ishikawa, and Dragon Nia. 12 minutes and 34 seconds, but I'll take by on Dragon Nia. And that's the show this week, guys. I'm your host, Ethan Black. I'll be back on Friday, talk with the shows from Monday for Thursday. Have a good week and stay safe.